Howdy, yokes, and let's do this just one more time. I'm Tyler Carlin. And I'm Ethan Itchill. And today we're entering the multiverse. Or maybe we're just meeting great expectations. So place the goober. And learn to rise. Because today we're bringing you... Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. This is like the most fitting use of every time we do one of these Spider-Man movies, like <laughs> our theme music makes the most sense. <laughs> Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse was released on December 14th, 2018, only 219 days ago, which feels wrong. Short. Yeah, feels short. short. Feels like this has been out for a few years now, but it, but it hasn't. Uh, it, it was on a $90 million budget, uh, made $190.2 million worldwide. Got a 97% critic rating on Rotten Tomatoes and a 93% audience rating and a whopping 87 on Metacritic. A whopping review. (laughs) Whopping 87 on Metacritic. Oh, we're doing it. We're doing, oh, we're doing we're, the thing. We're doing the thing. Ethan watched it. I did with my eyes. With his eyeballs into his television or iPad, I presume. Into my television, although I did consider watching it just, like, on my phone. I've watched it like, on my phone. Like, smallest screen possible. iPad, television, movie theater. I love this movie. But no, here's the thing, is I had a problem with this in the movie theater. Like, it gave me, even the trailers just made me, like, motion sick. Mm-hmm. And it was, the, it was the flickering and the... The comic book thing that it did. And my uh, Samsung 4K TV was, like... The refresh rate was like, Fortnite, you're flickering. No, no, we're not doing it. You're going to play like a regular movie. And I was like, okay, cool. We're good. Did that enhance the experience? Uh, It just made it watchable. Oh, man, this is the best. Um, Oh, God, do I love this movie. All right. All right. I'm going to want to dial that one back a little bit, Tyler. Bordering on on NSFW. Oh, man, it's so good. Oh, shoot. Shoot. Do you have a? I do. Let's, let's I do have get a negative review. Way, a negative review. I do have a negative review. Uh, it comes from our good friend Richard Brody, old the Dick Brody himself, over at the New Yorker, and he says the spectacularly colorful, varied, and busy animation is impressive but bombastic, leaving little room for wonder and suggesting exertion rather than inspiration. I could not disagree with Dick Brody more here. Okay. Do you have a positive review for me? I do. I have a lot of positive reviews. Which one do you want? I'm going to read from I, the front row. I don't row. have a list in front of me from which Math- to pick. Matthew Lucas from the front row because Matthew Lucas, much like Richard Brody, reviews films from the front row. And he says the climax is perhaps one of the year's most sensational sequences, taking into the Spider-Verse into an, another astral plane of superhero filmmaking. And I agree. Oh, you do? You like this? Hold on. You, Tyler Carlin, like this movie? I had no idea. I I was unaware this until this moment. But Ethan, I'm more interested in your review. Because I'm of the impression that this is the best superhero movie. Maybe the best movie I've ever seen. It is neither of those things. I'll tell you. This is a very good movie, okay? This is not even the best Spider-Man movie. I disagree with you wholeheartedly. This, this, is, this hits right behind Homecoming. Oh, I don't agree with you there. Hits right behind Homecoming. If you're going to rank your Spider-Man movies, where do, where, where do they all fall? Homecoming, Spider-Verse, Far From Home, Spider-Man, Spider-Man 2, 2, and the rest Spider-Man don't matter. Spider-Man 1, Spider-Man 3, <laughs> uh, Amazing Spider-Man 1, Amazing Spider-Man 2. I think after Spider-Man 2 on your list, the rest don't matter. No, 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 no. 
after Spider-Man 1 on my list, because Spider-Man 1 is miles better than Spider-Man 3. I would agree with that. So the the real list, Ethan, it goes Spider-Verse, maybe Spider-Man 2. Mm, nope, I will not accept it, Tobey. I will not. I will come over to your house and, and actually, like, fisticuffs fight you on this one. I will not accept a Tobey Maguire Spider-Man over a Tom Holland Spider-Man. It will not happen. All right, fine. I can definitely see your argument for this, for Spider-Verse. I can definitely see your arguments. I can definitely hear everyone's arguments, and I'm they're very, they're all very valid. So you think the hype was real? No. Oh, you just need to watch I will, it again. I, 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 you're going to have a hard time convincing me that the hype is ever real. It's been real uh. a couple times. Endgame, the hype was real. Oh, this is better than Endgame. It's not. Oh, yeah. It's not. Oh, yeah. It's just not. Uh, oh. But it was also, this was more overhyped than Endgame. No, it wasn't. $190 yeah, million, dollars, this was not more overhyped. And yeah, it, it, it's not about box office. Endgame deserved the hype, though. Endgame earned the hype. You know what I understand? This has always blown my mind about movies and sequels. How does Endgame, the 22nd installment, do better than any of the installments before it. I get, like, I understand because people see movies after theaters and because people just see movies regardless, but how, in my mind, you need to see the previous ones to see the new ones. Yeah, they all saw the previous ones. Well, they can't have, because none of the previous ones made as many dollars. No, but they didn't see them in theaters. They saw them after somebody was like, hey, you need to see this. Get it on Redbox. It's, it's a matter of, like, here's the thing with the Avengers movie, like, the first ones. You had people that liked Iron Man, you had people that liked Captain America. I guess you had people that liked Hulk as, or like, a Thor. concept. And you had people that liked Thor. And they saw those movies. They may not necessarily seen the other ones, but they went to the, like, the Hulk people went to the Avengers movie to see Mark Ruffalo. And the Captain America people went to, to the theater to see Chris Evans. And, you know, so on and so forth. I could keep naming actors all day. I know their names. Of the Avengers? Of the Avengers, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I've heard of them. But that's what I'm saying. It's like, so you had this confluence of people. This one, I guess, uh, see, the budget, not the budget, the box office makes sense because you had uh, eight people that like Nicolas Cage going to see this movie. I would have seen this just for Nick Cage. And the rest of them were like, it's Christmas. Animated Spider-Man. Big, last big last movie Sony released, last film Sony released was uh, the Emoji movie. Yeah, like this is a big ask, and it is. This is this is a lot to like, and I, I this is a lot to ask of people. I don't particularly think the trailers for this movie were as good as they could have been. They weren't as good as the movie is. That's what I'm saying. Is like I don't yeah. think the trailers did a good enough job selling me on this movie. If you had just showed me, literally, you could have just showed me a picture of the scene that happened way later in the movie. That I thought it was going to, but the scene of Miles diving off the building where he's you like mean rising. Yeah, exactly. If yeah. you just show me that picture, I'd have been like, okay, I should probably see this movie. That was like a huge promotional f- sh- shot. That was, I, I'm, was it? Yes. I don't know. I don't know. I have a particular hatred for the hype around this movie just because of how pe- mean people were to me about it. Oh, I know. People have been asking us to review this movie forever. And we would say, like, on the show that Ethan couldn't see it in theaters because it gave him headaches. And people were like, so, uh... Also, I I maintain, I've said this 11 times at least to you. It was not headaches. It was, like, vomiting. Vomiting, huh? It was, like, motion sickness. Oh. Because it's so good. It was like, yeah, yeah. The trailer was so amazing that it made me want to (laughs) puke. That's, that's how I felt. That's usually my, you know, my, uh, that's usually my, you're distracting me by sending me things. Can't help it. I Cannot think I help probably it. thought this was a screen cap from the video game. Oh, that's actually how it goes. So, so it goes Spider-Verse, Spider-Man PS4. No, Spider-Man PS4 is better than this. In terms of a story? Just in, in terms of an experience. In terms of an experience, maybe, but in terms of a story. Spider- Spider-Man, the video game for the PS4 is like, um... 
probably the closest thing that our particular generation will ever get toward like the second coming of Christ the Messiah. Like it was it was everything that was promised for once ever. And free DLC. It was the only video game that has ever like lived up to what they said they were going to do with it. Have you seen the previews for the Avengers video game? No. Oh my god, it looks like trash. I'm sure it does. I have no I normally have no faith in movie-based video games. Well, it's its own story and all of the character uh character uh models look completely different than their actors. Uh but they look completely different in a way that it was like Robert Downey Jr. was Iron Man, so then they wrote comics based on what Robert Downey Jr. looked like, but, like, obviously different. Yeah. And then they made a video game based on what obviously different Robert Downey Jr. looked like. Okay, we're, like, a month and a half away from the release of Borderlands 3, and I don't care about anything else. So you're going to play Borderlands 3? No, I'm going to just buy a copy and snap it in half and never play it ever. That would be a terrible idea. It's, like, it's the, it's the sequel to my favorite video game ever. You know what's crazy? There's a bunch of video games this year I would actually be willing to buy. Borderlands 3. Yeah. Uh, FIFA, or not FIFA, although FIFA. FIFA FIFA 20, Madden 20, because our high school quarterback is not just in it, but he's he is the, the worst, worst, the worst rated player. player in the game. But it is the first time he's actually been in it. It is the first time he's been in it, and he plays for my favorite team, which means Bacon and Eggs plays Madden is real and coming to you a YouTube channel Yeah, he will 100% you. get traded before the season starts. But he's in the game. He's in the game on the team. Yeah, but he'll get, he'll get like, day one patched off the team. Oh, you think he'll be removed from the game? No, I don't think he'll be removed from the game. They don't usually do that. Right, why would they develop this this uh, model for a character but like, for a player? But like, <laughs> they t- they move people all the time. Well, we'll just trade him back. Or yeah, but- we'll make it to the freaking Super Bowl with the Raiders. I've done it before. I'll do it again. <laughs> all right, you're promising. You, the expectant father. This are, There's a very real possibility this is the last episode that comes out with you on it as not a dad. Yes, because this episode comes out two weeks from this recording. Yeah. We are recording tomorrow for an episode that comes out a week earlier. Yep. Yeah, we saw Lion King yesterday and have not recorded the Lion King episode. But now we're recording a Spider-Verse episode. It's I'm going to give you some predictions from the future past. Isaac really liked the new Lion I'm King. I'm sure movie. he did. He, he either he either absolutely loved it or absolutely hated it. I don't think Isaac will come onto our show and diss Disney. I don't think he will either, but I think there's a very real possibility that this was like a huge disappointment for him, or a very real possibility he was just like, there's nothing they could do wrong. It's the Lion King. Anyway, so, let's talk about this. this Chris Pinderman. What do you think thing. of Chris Pinderman? Was that Chris Pine? The I did first not, one like, was. Okay. Blonde Spider-Man. I, I, yeah, was Chris I, Pine. That's that's what I'm I'm asking. Yeah. I didn't like have an IMDb list open the whole time. Yeah. But Peter B. Parker was Jake Johnson. Who is Jake Johnson? Uh, uh, Jess's boyfriend and new girl. Mmm. Gotcha. The, the uh, one that lives there. So Chris Pine was, was good Spider-Man. He was young Spider-Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Spider-Man that was good at things. Yeah, that, that didn't divorce MJ. Well, um, I think MJ left him. Whatever. Yeah, Peter Regular Parker, the first one. Right. Killed by Kingpin. Killed by Kingpin. Yeah, that was, uh, that was shocking. It was a shocking development. Well, the Spider-Man just straight up yeah, died. Spider-Man died right at the beginning. I was like, dang, okay. That's a wild thing to, like, Kingpin just, like, snapped his back in half. And then punched his face in or something. Yeah, it was wild. I don't know. I didn't think that much of him. He wasn't around very much. All right. Mo- most you think of, of his Miles? character development was done after he died. What'd you think of young Miles? Are you just gonna ask me, like, in order? Like, yeah. I don't know. I mean, they were cool, man. Like, he was a cool kid, I guess. I don't know. I, I, I didn't, I didn't, like latch on to any of the characters in this one i latched on to all of them um like i like miles he was good 
He was, uh, you know, he has parents. That's kind of a wild thing. Yeah, it was his Uncle Aaron that gets yeah, killed. Yeah, it was his Uncle Aaron that gets killed that he had, like, a good relationship with, I guess, because they did graffiti together one time. Well, I think he had always liked his Uncle Aaron, but he was kind of like a, you know, like a rebel without a cause to no, his I mean, dad. I, I get that that's what they were going for. I don't think that that was effective. I do. I, I didn't buy that. Because in that first scene, his dad's like, you don't want to end up like your Uncle Aaron. And he was like, what's wrong with Uncle Aaron? He's a great guy. Right, and then they have one one other scene, and then he dies. Well, but he goes to Uncle Aaron's apartment trying to be like, Uncle Aaron, I'm Spider-Man. And then Uncle Aaron shows up, and he's the Prowler. Right. So we can't tell him, obviously, because... But he's the kind of person that Miles would have confided in, had Miles known. It's all about, like, what the mask does to people and your perceptions of people. Okay, I mean, I believe you. I just, I'm telling you, I was not sold on that particular part of that storyline. I didn't think Miles had a tragedy. You didn't think Uncle Aaron's death was tragic? No, I thought that, honestly, Peter's death was more tragic to him. He took more away from that than, than Aaron, in, in from what I saw. He's got a brutal week. Not only did he watch Spider-Man die, but then he watched his uncle well, get yeah, shot I mean, while he Nicholas was strangling even him. says that. He's like, says like, though, this is a pretty dark origin story. <laughs> Nick Cage was everything in this movie. <laughs> Under Underutilized. Underutilized. I, I felt that way about Penny Parker and Nick Cage. Uh, I did not feel that way about Penny Parker. No. No, but I I know I do not love anime crap. I don't love anime either. Like notoriously, but... like I, that's a thing that I don't bang with. I don't know her her and Peter Porker. I maintain were just it was a it was an absurd level of silliness that to me took away from the movie. I didn't like that only one Spider Man lost in the final battle, and it was Penny Parker. Yeah, yeah, she got her butt whooped. Right, like she gets wrecked by the scorpion because she doesn't have powers. She has a a robot. Right. She comes from San Francisco or whatever. I don't think so. Yeah, that's definitely where she came from. I think she just came from regular Tokyo. Well, she said she came from New York. Regular in, New Yorkio. In in thirty fifty one or whatever. I don't know. I mean, she basically is is what's what's his name Tadashi. Yeah. Yeah, she's got a yeah, robot. Tadashi's a great character. Yeah, but like she was not. There just wasn't enough development on these characters. Peter B. I, and Miles got their fair shake. I felt like we got a good amount of Gwen Stacy. I did not feel like we got enough Gwen Stacy. I think that I, she was. I wanted more. I wanted more. I, 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 and I don't think that there's like. I think there's probably a sequel out there. Oh yeah, like a, a Miles and Gwen sequel. Yeah, I feel like that was teased right there at the end. I feel like Haley Steinfeld in a movie about Spider Man is everything that i needed this was a very interesting um i did actually end up loving the animation of it and and this is one of those movies where like i will go back on what i said about cinematography and animated movies because this had like absolute like this was good cinematography oh i agree i thought i was um, i was listening to some conversations about how they made it and i love that like in a lot of animated movies it's just well lit all the time mm -hmm. and in this one they were like no if it's supposed to be dark it's dark and you have to deal with that but this is like this is like the if wes anderson directed a dark gritty animated superhero movie so if the uh oh my god what are their names who, who directed this the brothers they did not direct it or produced or whatever they wrote it wrote it what is their names uh, Miller and Lord. Miller and Lord. If Miller and Lord wrote a dark, gritty superhero movie about Spider-Man. Actually, this is just Phil Lord and not, no, they, they not Christopher Miller. they involved on this. No. I've seen them do interviews about Phil, it. Phil Lord and Rodney Rothman. Huh. Chris Miller is not listed anywhere on these credits. Hmm. At least on, on uh, Rotten Tomatoes. I have not checked the MDB. Rotten Tomatoes is not always the most reliable for But um, uh, this, what credits. I was getting at, the point I was getting at, this is, I think, the animated movie... Well, obviously, I mean, there, there are movies about dogs and stuff, but this is the animated movie of humanoids with the most... 
disparate image between actor and on-screen portrayal. Like, a lot of these characters looked nothing like their actor, which I thought was very interesting. Yeah. Like, that being said, I would take Haley Steinfeld as a live-action Quinn Stacy. Uh, you're wishing for things you don't want. You are you are speaking things into existence that you don't want. Why don't I want that? You just don't want that. I think I do. What? No, the, 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 the MCU Spider-Man movies that we have do not need Gwen Stacy. Oh, you're not going to get out of it. They've got Betty Brant and MJ already. You're going to get some sort of Gwen Stacy derivative. Probably, but like we don't need a different Peter Love interest. I don't think he's going to fall in love with Betty. I don't I'm not saying he's going to fall in love with Betty, but he's got MJ. Yeah. He can have MJ forever. I'm cool with that. But that doesn't mean Ned doesn't need another love interest. <laughs> okay. Or maybe we find out Ned's last name is Stacy. Ned Stacy. <laughs> Ned Stacy. Um and you get Ned in the Spider Gwen outfit. <laughs> Um, Be like, like Aloha Doc Ock. But like Jefferson Davis. What a terrible name for a father. Jefferson Davis looks like Mahershala Ali, who is in this movie playing not Jefferson Davis. I know. Like when I saw that Mah Mahershala Ali was in this movie, I was like, oh, he's, he's the dad. He's not the dad. No, he's the prowler. Did you see uh, yesterday when you saw Lion King, did you see a preview for, oh, what is it? That animated Will Smith spy movie? Yes. What is it called? I have no idea. Spy movie, probably. They are not very creative wherever they are making that movie. But it's got Spies Will Smith and Tom Holland. Yeah, the Will Smith, Tom Holland, where they have Will Smith playing a character that looks exactly like Anthony Mackie. Yes. I don't get that. Anthony Mackie's working on bigger, more grown-up projects. Like what? The Wasn't freaking, he in like a bunch of Black Mirror Disney episodes or something? Oh, you don't, you're not excited about the... The Disney Plus no, shows? No, I'm not excited about the Disney Plus shows. I hate Bucky Barnes. What part of this have you not gotten? <laughs> you're going to have to watch all of them, Ethan. No, I'm not. Oh, you're going to get behind. I this don't think I am. I don't think this is like Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. And, it better uh, be like Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I think it's going to be like you have to watch it or else. Also, I'm pretty sure it's not going to be like that based on their upcoming uh, list of movies. The list of movies that has only one of the original Avengers in it. And he's going to be written out immediately. Right. At least Taika gets to write him out. Let him go out with a proper comedic uh, Yeah, bang. and I'm not like, I'm not opposed to Natalie Portman as Jane Foster, she, Thor, or whatever it is. Whatever that character's name is. But, like, I did want another, because I didn't love, I didn't love Fat Thor. I did not. And I, I, I wanted another Taika Thor movie to sort of redeem what he was trying to do with Thor that the Russos took away from him. I'm curious to see Natalie Portman in a comedy role. Same. I'm also curious to see her in a leading role in a superhero movie. I'm also curious to see her in a comedy role because I'm just going to be thinking about like Black Swan the whole time. I would advise you to not think about Black Swan. Just in general? <laughs> just in general. Like, uh, it's a good movie, but I just, I cannot think that that would do anything positive for your mental state. It's no, just I don't a think huge it would. bummer. Well, I'll be thinking about Queen Amidala the whole time. And she'd be like, I'm Queen Amidala. This is my bodyguard. And, and, and Qui-Gon and Obi-Wan looking at each other like, yeah, Fortnite. No, dude. <laughs> yeah, they uh, told us. Everybody else being like, What? Anyway, so Spider Spider Verse, yeah, yeah, I had a thought. What'd you think of the tragedy of Kingpin? That like his, he hates Spider Man for a reason. That like Spider Man is the person he was but he fighting. Hates, yeah, but he hates Peter Parker though. I that you see that was the thing I thought was kind of dumb is because like if the whole thing is like anybody can be Spider Man, it's like you don't hate Spider Man, you hate Peter Parker. Peter Parker's dead. Like you won, dude. Yeah, but now Spider Man's back and he's he's trying to stop him from getting his family back again. And his family sees him fighting Miles. 
Is that why he's doing the thing? That was yeah, not clear. That was not clear. What do you guys? At no very point was that clear. clear. They see him fighting Peter Parker. No, no, no. But like that is that why Wilson Fisk is doing the thing? Which thing? The collider thing. Yeah, he's using the collider back. to get to get another that version of his family. That was not clear at all. Oh, it was super clear, Ethan. Were you paying attention at all? Yeah, I was paying attention. Super paying attention. That was not. <laughs> that were, was not. Man. That was not clear, and I missed that entirely. So, so I was literally sitting here the whole time, like, why is he doing this to get? To get his family back, and then his family see like many yes, versions okay, of his Tyler, family. You know what? I get that his family sees him fighting Spider-Man again for a second time. That's Before so you good. finish that sentence for a fifth time, I understand that part. Yeah, it's brilliant. It all times out so good. Collider never was gonna work anyway. So now he's just got to kill Spider-Man. Yeah, the Collider's never gonna work, and he should have realized that pretty quickly. It was Wilson Fisk. He's blinded by power and ambition. Except this Wilson Fisk did not seem like that at all. This one seemed pretty level-headed compared to every other Wilson Fisk iteration. What about this guy seems level-headed? He's ready to level Brooklyn to bring his family maybe back. Right, but he shouldn't have been doing that. I don't think this character would have done that. I don't know. That was uh, that was a thing. That was a major sticking point for me is that I did not get why Wilson Fisk was trying to explode Brooklyn. It just seemed like a villain gonna be villain thing. Oh, I thought his motivations were so clear. I thought everything made so much sense and why he hated Spider-Man so much. Well, because you've watched it 87 times. It's so good. I've watched it once. And it was not clear to me. Oh, man. Do you know that they, they render miles at half the frames per second compared to uh, Peter B. Parker when he's learning how to web swing and everything? I did not know that. I knew that there's all sorts of weird rendering things with this movie, but I did not I also, know that. listen, I've been reading Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, Ethan. You've been reading that very short book for a very long time. That's very I'm going to be straight up with you. No, it's fine. That's fine. It's, it's, it's a good book, okay? It's a good book, worth your time, worth reading, worth a good sit. But you've been reading that book for like eight years now. The world gives that book too much credit for this stupid 42 thing. Okay. I'm over the 42 thing. It's a reference you've we can move on from. been over the 42 thing for a long time now. It was in Lost. It's in this. It is? Yeah, it's Spider number 42 that bites him. Oh, okay. And I feel like everybody that does it's like, oh, it's this little kitschy nod. It's so great. It's like the Wilhelm scream. I would rather the Wilhelm scream. There's probably a Wilhelm scream in this movie. Probably. Hold on. IMDb trivia. We'll tell you. Right. There is not a Wilhelm scream in this movie. It is in, in Infinity War. It's in a lot of things. So is Peter Porker like an actual thing? Yeah, there's comics. Hmm. There's comics for all these characters, I believe. Yeah, I believe that. I would I read Sp Spider-Man Noir. It's available. We have a subscription. You can read it. We do? We do. It's been over for a long time. So, like, all of the issues are in our app. We we pay for a subscription? Yeah. How much per month do we pay for that subscription? $10 for every Marvel comic that came out six months ago or older. I don't remember signing off on this. I'm certain you did, because I remember asking you what you wanted the password to be. I don't remember this at all. Oh, yeah. This happened. That seems like a pretty wild thing to subscribe to. Marvel Unlimited for our, what originally was a Marvel fan cast. It was never a Marvel fan cast. <laughs> Whatever, man. We review a lot of Marvel. But yeah, we talked about this. I this don't is real. that at all, but okay. Um, I probably won't read it. <laughs> I'll be straight up with you. <laughs> no, like, you're not a big comic guy? I, I say that, no, I'm not a big comic guy. I say like, oh, I'd read that, but like... I say that about as wholeheartedly as I say that I would read any comic. Maybe a little more wholeheartedly, which is 
uh, uh, 8%, probably. I don't know. Not a big comic guy. I might be the one paying for this, for all I know. You might be. I have no idea. I've never seen it come out of the bank account, but... It is coming out of my bank account. That I'm also not, not sitting there every day, like, you know, what's coming out of the bank account. What is Aud- Auditing what, our purchases. What has Tyler accidentally bought on Amazon? I haven't done that in a long time, okay? You haven't, but you're the only one of us that has. And there's only two of us. That's true. Although, listeners, what would you think of, of talking about? That's what I'm talking about. Oh, yeah, it's been out for... <laughs> for a week. <laughs> Excuse my voice crack there. <laughs> Two weeks yeah, now. There's, there's four episodes out. I hope you enjoyed this them. Is, I hate recording for the future. <laughs> I did too. It's very confusing. It is very confusing. Ethan, quick question on toothpaste and orange juice. Would you say the opposite of a toothpaste and orange juice would be like a, it's a lemonade and sweet cup. tea? It's a Reese's peanut butter cup. It is chocolate ah, and peanut butter. Chocolate and peanut butter. Well, my Reese's peanut butter cup this week has been iced Arnold Palmer's. Uh, I don't have anything uh, else to say about that other than that that's a delicious treat, and I very are, are much enjoyed it. Are you just figuring out that Arnold Palmer's are good? No, no, I'm not. Okay, I'm not. But I was at the Sheets, Sheets the other day, which for those of you abroad or perhaps not from this part of the country, or maybe you just don't like getting your food from a gas station, uh, but for those of you who are unaware, it is... Uh, a gourmet gas station with made-to-order food. Yeah. It's very expensive. It's not. And pretty good. I don't know, man. I spent like $14 the other day on like a basket of wings and a quesadilla. Okay. But it's like good food, though. It is good food. It's not $14 good. You'd spend $14 on five wings at Buffalo Wild Wings. That's different. That's their thing. Anyway, I like Sheets. Sheets is a godsend when you're <coughs> uh, when you're on tour. And you get like a hot meal at three o'clock in the morning. No, I'm with that. Um, why did what? What does that have to do with Arnold Palmer's though? They're just so freaking good. I got one at Sheets, and I was like, man, I haven't had one of these in years. Like the it's hot like outside. The can? I got it in the can, yeah. But the can? then I, I bought a a twelve pack of cans of them in my house, and I filled an Ozark Trail cup with ice and an Arnold Palmer, and it was everything I've ever wanted. It was good nice. to the last sip. I do, I do love an Arnie Arnie bleh. And Arnie Palmy, as it were. It's a good time. It is a good time. That's all I've got. That's that's my whole segment. That's your whole segment. Okay. This yeah. has been Beverages <laughs> with Tyler. <laughs> I drank a beer just now. It was very good. The Shoots Black Butte. Yeah, it's a good one. I know. That's why I drank it. It's, uh, it's a little hot out for a porter, but... It was at the top of my drawer of beers. <laughs> so that means you bought it recently. Well, no, I didn't buy it. It was, it was given to me. Hmm. I don't know. Summer is not a dark beer time of year. For me, I mean, I'm not gonna tell you what to do with your beer, but for me, summer and dark beer do not go together. No, what do you what do you drink in the summer? Not dark beer. So all other beers. So all other beers, yeah. All right, all right, so I just sort of like I stop looking at that like like you know when you go to Wasina and it says the darker side. You just don't look at that part and of the just, menu. Yeah, it's just like stouts and porters. I just don't look at that part of the menu. Interesting. What do you think of May May Parker? Oh, uh, she was cool. I, I like the like the whole everybody's in on Spider Man thing. That was a big a big thing that I dig. I liked about this one is that like Spider-Man's a commodity even at the top he's just like I've got a you know I'm a sensation I've got a popsicle I've got a theme song I've got a TV show I've got cereal I've got comic I'm Peter freaking Parker I'm the best thing since toilet paper so I, do, I liked the fact that the like May was in on it and she was just like oh a goober yeah I got you don't worry about that <laughs> I loved how self-aware they were of the like yeah, there's always an override key. There's an override key or a destiny key or so. I just forget, so I'll call them all goobers. <laughs> and then they were... and then he was so validated because Peter Parker in that dimension also called them goobers. 
and Miles broke it in like what was like a sickening scene of that man landing on his back on a curb. <laughs> I was like, oh, you broke the goober. And it was like that impact. <laughs> right. Where like his body turned into like a V and it was like a, like a crack <laughs> on the screen. And I was like, yeah, he broke the goober. He also broke his spine. It's not good, man. Like, I think you should be more worried about, and I, you know, I might just be over-exaggerating here, but the spine part. Oh, shoot. I just tap my microphone. I'm approving a new member of the Facebook group. Join the Facebook group at facebook.com slash something. It's in the description. Sure is. So what about this movie? Like, tell me why you love this movie so much. I love the cinematography here. I mean, this movie does things with with a camera that that just don't seem possible. And it's Mm. because the camera is not real. And I'm with you there. Right. Right. (laughs) Sort of always but my argument, anti-animated movies, is like, oh, it's, of course it's cinematographer, they're doing things that aren't possible. I'm like, yeah, because they're not possible. Right, but that, I still think it's extremely impressive what they do. I love the tragedy with Aaron Davis. I think it's brilliant. I love the whole thing where he gets to the new school and he's like, you think because he's, you know, from this, I don't know, quote-unquote bad part of Brooklyn and ends up at this like great school because of a lottery that he's going to be behind, but he's actually like one of the smartest kids there, but the pressure gets to him so bad that he can't succeed. Right. And he gets the teacher. That was a good moment right at the beginning when he gets the teacher. That's like the only way you fail a true or false quiz entirely is to know all the answers and write the opposite. Right. So like, I'm not going to fail you. You don't get to get away with this. Right. I and thought I was that just was like, oh, Captain, my captain. Right. <laughs> Watching this on like the fifth anniversary of Ron Williams' death or something. Is that today? It's today. I don't remember what year, but it's today. Man, that's awful. I hate that you said that. That makes me really sad. Yeah, I had to read that with my eyes right before we started recording this. So I figured I had to share that with you. Yeah, that's not very nice. I yeah, didn't I was, like that you I was not that. happy about reading that. You ain't knew it if we're like me. Um, mm, I, I love not, all the characters. It was not today. Oh, it was. It's it, today's his birthday. Gotcha. Today's Ron was uh, birthday. It's been five. I, I really, I really like all the characters. I like. Maybe you didn't feel they were introduced super well, but I feel like no, no. I just whoa, want whoa, 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 whoa. The introduction whoa, whoa. was brilliant. I talk, you listen. The introductions were phenomenal. Okay, let's do this one more time. That was exactly the right amount of times to reuse that joke. A lot of times, I'm not going to say, especially in animated movies, but I'm going to heavily imply it. They use the joke one too many times, like Toy Story. Four, they did the they did the attack the old lady thing perfect number of times. Oh, I thought it was one too many. No, no, it was three times. It was perfect. And they get brought it back at the end and attacked the other dude. Perfect. The introduction in this, per- I laughed every time. They kept doing it, especially when it got to Miles, and it's like, oh, it's Miles' turn. I was like, ah, yes. He gets Miles his own suit introduction. Was really cool. He gets his own like. For the last two days, I've been Spider Man. I was like, hell yeah. His graffiti suit. That was a neat. That was a neat thing. I love the graffiti suit. I also love... Can you get the... Hold up. Well, question. Can you get the graffiti suit? Can Hold on. Tyler, can you get the graffiti suit in the PS4 game? No. That's complete crap. You aren't playing as Miles Morales. Okay. You're also not playing as Noir Spider-Man, but that's an option. Is it? He didn't have the hat, but yeah, there's the there's like literally one that's called Noir. I actually think it's the one they invented for Far From Home. The Night Monkey. Not to also, burst your so, bubble so, there, but his name is Peter Parker. Spider-Man Noir's name is Peter Parker? Yeah. Okay, it does not say that. Right, but it is. 
I don't know. <laughs> Either uh, way, you should be able to get... I don't care if you're playing this. Miles Morales isn't in a Fortnite game. Yes, he is. No, he's not. You play as Miles Morales. When? Jefferson Davis dies, and you have to, like, sneak around the soup kitchen as Miles Morales. I'll be straight up. I never finished the game, okay? Thank you okay. for that spoiler. You're welcome. The game is very good, and you should finish it. The story I should finish is, it. If, if you've ever... I, I, I find typically with video games, I don't... I can't find a way to get invested in the story. Spider-Man PS4, an exception to that rule. Yeah, I just like... Uh, Pokemon Omega Ruby or whatever. No, I know the, that story. Which one's the one with Gestus or Festus or Hexus? Um, That's X and Y. Yeah, I can't get into the story. Mm. Hexus? No, yeah. it's black and white. Well, yeah, so I played the game for a little while, um, and then I put it down. Yeah? Yeah. That's the whole thing? Well, no. I mean, it's not the whole thing. Like, I had a good reason for not playing... Uh, video games where people die for a little while. Yeah, I mean, that's fair. It was, like, right around that time of my life. Um. Well, if you're looking for a game to get back into. Yeah, I've been meaning to do that. I just keep forgetting it's out there. It's and by out there, good. I mean in my PS4. Actively. Yep, yeah, I got I, I got Spider-Man PS4. I'm not exactly sure what's happened. Um, I got laid off from a job I was working. I got an email from Best Buy that said they increased the credit on my Best Buy credit card. And then there was a PS4 and Spider-Man and a controller at my house, and I have no idea how it happened. I remember exactly how it happened. You were like, man, I really wish I had a PS4. And then 20 minutes later, you were like, going to Best Buy to buy a PS4. And I was like, I missed old Tyler. <laughs> what, who didn't have a PS4? No, who <laughs> did shirt like that. <laughs> but that's how it happened. I I, I mean, maybe. And oh. then uh, I played it nonstop until I had 100% of the game. But then, yeah, so if you can't get the graffiti suit, that's kind of sad. Even if you play as Miles Morales in a different part of the game, you should definitely be able to get the graffiti suit then, because it's a freaking Sony video game. And this is a Sony movie. And this is way better than the Emoji Movie, probably. I have not seen the Emoji Movie, but I don't feel like I need to. And I'm sure, I'm sure, I'm sure I'm going to get a message that's like, I really liked the Emoji Movie. Go for it. You know who really likes the Emoji Movie? My six-year-old niece. That doesn't surprise me. You know what's crazy? I, well, I think it was more for her than me. Uh, but you know what's crazy is uh, I was watching it with her not too long ago. Uh, we were sitting on the couch, and she was like, can we watch the Emoji Movie? And I was like, did you know Spider-Verse is on Netflix? And she was like, what's that? And I was like, yeah, that's fine. We can watch the Emoji Movie. And, I mean, this uh, is not like a kid's movie. No, no, it's not. Uh, so we were watching it, and like, I, I understand, and I'm with the world, that it was a 0%. It was like the worst movie ever made. But it was not the worst movie ever made, and not a 0%. It is no better than maybe a 20 but it, like, like it was watchable. I don't know. I've heard it was pretty freaking terrible. It was pretty freaking terrible. I didn't... Does 20% sound like a glowing review, Ethan? Uh, I mean, Venom got a 33, so I don't know. I'm just gonna drink this LaCroix and pretend the Emoji Movie didn't exist. There's also no possible way it's been out for two years. Yeah, that feels more recent than this. Yeah, but it's not. It came out July 28th, 2017. Wow, it's, like, exactly two years old. We should have a party. Well, by the time this episode comes out, it's like two years and a week old. Two years and four days old. Right. This comes out on August 1st. Ethan, I want to know more I about what you thought. I cannot express how July 21st it is right now. I want to know more about what you thought about Spider-Verse. All right, ask me some questions then. I, I, need, I need you to, to develop feelings. I want you to pick a scene... 
Let, let's talk about the scene outside of the laboratory. So they bust out of the lab and they've got to swing away and Spider-Gwen is introduced. Oh, when, they, when Spider-Gwen shows up? Yeah, I want you to talk to me about that scene. Walk me through your experience watching it. Um, well, it was that, you know, it's it's that moment where, like, like you were saying, the best way to learn something is to, like, die. Like, right. like to have it, like, in your face or you're going to die. And so I definitely thought that was a val- valuable moment from Miles, like, in his development that, like, it tells you that Peter B. might not be the best teacher, but, like, you're still learning something from him, even if it's hamburgers. Um, you're still learning something from him. And then Gwen shows up and she's really cool. Yes. <laughs> like... I, there was not enough Gwen in this movie, straight up. Yeah, I also thought it was vi- weird that when she shows up and was like, my name's Gwanda. Yeah, my name's Gwanda. <laughs> I think she didn't want to reveal her uh, her identity. Because she didn't know what Miles might have known. I mean, that's fair, I guess. Yeah, the, 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 there could be another Gwen in, in that universe, I guess. I don't know. Oh my god, why is my dog mad? Oh. I do know I like the scene where... Uh, You've got, this is what's playing on my, my screen right now, where Peter B. Parker is like, listen, man, you're not coming with us. You don't get to come. I'm going to be the one that stays behind and dies because I'm depressed, Peter Parker, and I'm ready to kill myself, Peter Parker. Right. Yeah. He's, I got divorced, Peter Parker, and like, I'm going to take the hero's sacrifice. And you're just a kid, man. Like, you can't do it. To be fair, to that point, Miles had proven that he could not do it. Right. Yeah. I think he made a valid point. I also love the amount of transitions in this movie that are time lapses. Listen, Ethan, I'm with you that a lot of animation is like they can do whatever they want with the camera because the camera's not real, but time lapses in animation are very hard. Are they? Yes. Why? Because you have to draw each frame time lapse, like according to how much time would have passed since the previous frame, instead of just drawing it the way you would normally draw an animation. I don't think that's true. Or they're extremely time consuming because you have to draw like two hours of clouds passing by and then cut it into a time lapse. I, I think you just move it faster. I don't think you do. Like, I think you just, you move the cloud more. Okay, what about when the time lapse happens while Miles is sleeping and his roommate's sitting on the computer? Do you think that's an easy one to draw? I, th- I, I, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I'm not an animator, but it doesn't seem like that would be any harder. Oh, that looks way harder to me. No, you just put more space in between keyframes. I don't know. That looks challenging. Looks like it's not obvious and something. Also, that like they're an not animator. like hand drawn anymore. No, they're not. So you got to figure out exactly where you're going to put that character model in the next frame. Yeah, but that's easier than hand drawing a bajillion frames. That's true. It's easier than hand drawing a bajillion frames. Um, I mean, I don't think any of this is easy, but I, I don't necessarily feel like the tra- the the time lapses would be any harder. But the transitions in this movie were phenomenal, and I maintain that this is coming from me having watched a movie that had no transitions whatsoever. And what movie was that? The Lion King. Well, yeah, I, I know that, but the listener doesn't. Yeah, but we talked about that at length last week. <laughs> oh, did we? Oh, yes. <laughs> we did. Oh, yes, we will. Yeah, we will have in the future, but your past talked about the transitions, at least a little bit, because they were garish. I liked uh, Miles Morales's uh, electric powers. I thought those were really cool. They were. All of his powers are really cool. His invisibility thing was neat. Uh, that was a great sequence where, like, you can because when you're seeing it from Miles' perspective, or not even his perspective, but like his like third person, third person limited, limited. Yeah, y- you could see his outline, but then there was the other scene where he just like it's both of them, and he just disappears. Right, he's entirely just pops out, and Peter's standing there with his with his freaking sweatpants. Yeah, I did not like Peter B. Parker's sweatpants. No, I was not on board with that. I was like, just wear the freaking Spider-Man costume, man. We, I, I don't think it's Chris Pine. I'm with, I'm with it that it's you. Yeah, like you're not blonde. Right. Although those two dudes sound enough alike, apparently that like I would not have noticed. You really didn't notice it was a different guy. I mean, I figured it was a different guy. I didn't notice that it was Chris Pine. Oh, 
I wasn't like, oh man, that's Chris Pine's voice. Oh, man. I love how uh, Miles tackles the he can't stop sticking to things thing. Peter B. Parker's solution is like, just relax. What do you do to relax? But and what he, he ends singing. up doing, what he what he, he starts singing, but what he ends up doing uh, when he finally gets the graffiti suit is instead of relaxing, he just breaks the glass. Yeah, yeah. Just takes the glass with him. Right. <laughs> you know what? If this isn't going to be easy, I'm just going to make it awesome. I mean, also, that was definitely part of just like a piece of that frame just to have that extra like texture around him because it looked really cool. That was the best frame in the whole movie. What, where he's rising? Yeah. Yes. Like by far. And then you get the like panels of him falling. I love the uh, the soundtrack here. The whole thing. Yeah. There's, there, yeah. there's not a song that I was like, that's a dumb track to include here. Yeah, normally when they put songs in, like, superhero movies, with the exception of uh, the, the various uses of Iron Man by Black Sabbath, I'm usually, or, or uh, Immigrant Song, I'm usually like, eh, you could have lived without a song here. But this movie made good use of the songs, What's and up, even the, like, the kitschy moments. Yeah. So it was a good soundtrack, it was a good score, it was a good, like, it just sounded good all around. Um, it was a good time. It's a solid movie. Well put together. I liked it. Kingpin and uh, Doc Ock are the main villains. Doc Ock being a woman was wild. You did, it, would that blow your mind? I was not expecting that, yeah. I think that's a good flex when you've got like an Alfred Molina who's already been on television, like in the movies. It's like, okay, let's just not try and do... Right. Let's not try to replicate that. Just completely change it. Yeah. And they're like, uh, she's like, oh, my name's Olivia Octavius. <laughs> and I was like, oh, shoot. Dun, dun, dun. Because first she was being super weird and like a hippie, and now she's a super villain. And all my of the super villains work for Kingpin. He's the one with money, man. He's the one with funding. Yeah, and they live in a New York that just, just like... This is the thing that I always hate, especially about Spider-Man movies, and especially about this one, is like, the cops would be Team Spider-Man. 100%. They live in a city that just is accepting of supervillains. Right. But they Especially got, they this got... one. So there's, there's a supervillain, like, crime ring. Yeah. There's the Sinister Six. Sure, maybe. I don't know. I don't know that they were explicitly stated in this one. They were We've not. we got the Spider Six. You got the Spider Six. You got, like, some quaternary villains that show up for five seconds to beat up Aunt May's house. I did... I was glad that they did not continue with the further de-aging of Aunt May. Oh, I know. I liked that she was old again. That yeah, was good. Yeah, she was old again. And not I don't, like, I don't have a problem with Marissa Tomei as Aunt May. Like, I'm totally fine either, with it. I don't either, but it's just getting weird at this point. Right. Pretty like, soon can, it's going to be like... You can only reboot Spider-Man so many more times before him and May are the same age. Right. He's like, whoa, step bro, Aunt May. Yeah, it's like... Wow, uh, my way older than me brother Richard died. Right. <laughs> like, I'm 17, and so is Peter. Oh, crap. This is Ako Taco. <laughs> this is, this is awkward. My boyfriend, Harry Osborne, doesn't like this very much. Right. <laughs> no Osborne in this one. I mean, Green Goblin's in it, but no, uh, no Harry. Yeah, I was gonna say, there was definitely a Norman Osborne in this movie. I mean, briefly. He was named. Yeah, but he's just the beginning. He's still in it. I love That's how Peter more B. Than Parker, none. Uh, Peter B. Parker, towards the end when he goes up to like place the goober, he does the exact same thing original Peter Parker does. He's like, "Yep, and it's right here." Yeah. <laughs> it's always right here, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, Peter B. Parker's whole like "I'm a superhero, I get it" thing was great. He's just like, "Watch, he's gonna say you have 24 hours." <laughs> You have 24 hours. Him, especially because he's been Spider-Man for like, what was it, 22 years? Yeah, he's been Spider-Man for uh, maybe not as long as Spider-Man Noir, but longer than any of the other ones. Yeah, he he gets it. He's he's clued in at this point. Right. 
So he's just like, watch, he's gonna say, you've got 24 hours. And then Fisk is like, you've got 24 hours. I like Doc Ock's arms, that they were like... They were like tubes, fluid, like noodly. Yeah, more noodly than uh, Alpha Molina's, which were like robots. I'm pretty convinced that they developed Alfred Molina's Doc Ock specifically to sell Legos. You think so? Yeah, it worked perfect because I had a set. It worked perfectly as a Lego figure. I believe it would work back perfectly in, as a Lego figure. Back in 2000, whatever, 2004. I also believe that it was puppets, which was awesome. I know, it was puppets. That's wild. Like, they just wouldn't do that now. That was a... Well, yeah, they have CGI now. Right. They would just be like, and these are Doc Ock's CGI metal arms. Right. Deal but with it, Peter Parker. Back then, it was like four dudes. Right. With poles, making his arms do stuff. Let's see if I can find a picture of this. Because I want to look at this again. I cannot. There's Stan Lee cameo in this one. There's a think? good... There's a, a big Stan Lee cameo in this one. Yeah, he sells him the costume. He has, like, words. Yeah. It always fits. Eventually. I don't know what that's supposed to mean. I guess something... I guess it was, like, an inside joke that Stan Lee was, like, a penny pincher. Something like that. And I guess it's, like, a... But it also fits with the, like, anyone could be Spider-Man thing. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. But at the same time, it was just kind of, like, a weird line. Because it doesn't fit at all. I did think Miles getting taller was an interesting side effect of the spider bite. Does he get, like, noticeably taller compared to the other students, though? No, but his pants don't fit. Well, right. I, I remember that. Like, they're too short. Yeah. That could be a result of some swole calf muscles, though. Or thigh muscles. I mean, I guess... But and a chunky cool. waist out of result of being made of muscle now. They also don't harp on, on Miles Morales' super strength. He he focuses a lot more on like learning to use the web shooter, having the electric powers and the And the invisibility. Uh, and the invisibility. But he like crushes that rock and just and goes. He's like, oh I didn't know I could new. do that. <laughs> but like all Spider Man have super strength. Right, like how boring is that? What like, makes you different is what Miles makes you Spider-Man. Has, Miles has electric powers and invisibility powers. Right, like can and you imagine if powers. you were if you were this universe's shocker and you were like totally used to just regular Peter Parker, and then Miles shows up and it's just like I could do it too. <laughs> Take this. <laughs> what's up? Like what's up, danger? What's up, danger? I'm getting my movies confused at this point. That's this movie. Yeah, well, because I, I almost just said I laugh in the face of danger. Who says that? Ah, uh, Simba. Ah. Young Simba. Young Simba. The other movie I watched in the past 24 hours that we have not yet done an episode on. But we did. But we did in your past, listener. We, we think this whole your past, our future thing is hilarious. I don't think it's hilarious. I'm just confused. And I'm, I'm like trying confused. I'm trying to retain my Lion King thoughts so that I could talk about them with Watso videos of Watso videos tomorrow. What Watso the videos? And uh I'm struggling. Did you know this? This is a fun little fact. Ethan's train trivia corner. Yeah, little known train fact, guys. Did you know? That because every animator for this movie, of which I'm sure there were a lot, wanted to animate Stan Lee, that anytime a train crosses the scene, if you pause, you pause the scene anytime there's a train, you can see Stan Lee in the windows of that train. He's on almost every train in the movie. That's a little train fact, Ethan's train trivia corner, a thing I totally knew 45 seconds ago. Yeah. Yeah, but because of the post-processing I'm going to do on that, it'll look like it was my idea. Are you familiar with the uh, with the history of Stanley and Steve Ditko? 
not nearly as much as Scott Nicewander wants me to be. Yeah, so they were like big rivals, but like supposedly good friends, whatever. It's a whole thing. Uh, this movie was supposed to be dedicated to Steve Ditko, and like the big history of Spider-Man is that they both created him, but Stan Lee would always write his name in big letters and Steve's name in small letters on the cover. So be like, brought to you by the brilliant mind of Stan Lee, with help from Steve Ditko. Right? And uh, this was supposed to be dedicated to Steve, Steve Ditko, who died in July of 2018. But then, just before this movie's released, in November of 2018, Stan Lee died, who's famous for creating... Everything. Spider-Man. Everything but, like, Spider-Man is the king atop the mountain on which Stan Lee sits. Well, that sucks for Steve Ditko. He should have tried dying some other time. I know, right? Unfortunate yeah. timing for him. Did they really die, like, five months apart? Yeah, they both died in That's 2018. Wild. Yeah. Bet you didn't know about Steve Ditko's death. I knew absolutely nothing about Steve Ditko's death. Well, that he died. Was, that is the only fact I know at this point. I did not know that. That's Ditko Trivia with Tyler. These are new <laughs> long-running segments that we're going to have every single week. Oh, God. Where every week Tyler's going to bring us a new piece of Steve Ditko. You think that's not going to be that interesting, but there are, like, entire biographies I did not say it was guy. not going to be that interesting. You're putting words in my mouth. But I saw the look in your eyes. You were checking Twitter while you made that joke. I'm not. I'm actually looking at a picture of Alfred Molina He's as so Doc good. Ock. Oh, man. Oh, man. Dr. Octagonopus, blah! <laughs> Dr. Octagonopus, blah! Uh, let's see. What is that even from? Dr. Octagonopus, blog? Yeah. I don't know, but we could write the Dr. Octagonopus blog. Dr. Octagonopus. It was like a it was like a series of short videos. Yeah. Yeah, they're literally the laser collection is just about <laughs> Doc Ock and Spider-Man. <laughs> and Dr. Octog Dr. Octagonopus has laser mouth. <laughs> this is the whole thing. This is it. This is the tweet. I'm gonna say it in frying pan. Because I can't find our chat. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, if you love this show and if you love Ethan and I and want to see it supported, <laughs> you could join our Discord server for just $3 a month by going to patreon.com slash bacon and eggs. A lot of people have already done this, but if you haven't just yet, we would love, love, love to chat and hang out with you some more. It's a wonderful place. If you don't know what Discord is, it is a chat room online. It is a very... Very simple program to use where you enter and you chat with me and Ethan and a whole bunch of other people who love this show and very much want to meet you. And it's only $3 a month. And I know like a lot of people have never used Discord before or you're driving right now. At which point, if so, if you're in a, if you're, if you've got an iPhone, hey Siri, remind me in 15 minutes to pledge Bacon and Eggs Patreon. Thank you. I'm still just watching these. <laughs> There's so many. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm done. I'm done watching Dr. Octagonopus videos. All right. I'm going to watch them while, while you make jokes. Whoa, whoa, whoa. No, that was my opportunity. There's what? only five of them, isn't there? Uh, I was just I got through about 12 in the first minute of a three and a half minute video. Mm, this video is six and a half minutes. Six and a half minutes of Dr. Octagonopus. <laughs> I have literally no idea what I just watched from Becca.
Me either. Tyler's just somehow, <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, he's just not responding, <laughs> like not reacting at all. All right, let's do the show. All right. Do you have a toothpaste and orange juice? Toothpaste and orange juice. I did have a uh, very delicious beverage just earlier today. Oh, my God. <laughs> We're not talking about your freaking... Uh... Arnold Palmer. Oh, my God. This episode if of Bigger Days not brought to you by Arnold Palmer. If you put up a big picture of Arnold Palmer from his own drink can on a screen and said, this is President George W. Bush, I would probably say, yes, it is. I don't think you know what George Bush looks like. <laughs> Have you seen the Arnold Palmer from the can? No, I've never looked at an Arnold Palmer can in my life. Do you know who Arnold Palmer is? He's a drink mogul. He's a drink mogul. <laughs> you gosh darn right. He looks just like Bush. No, he doesn't. You can buy spiked Arnold Palmer. I wonder if you can buy old Milwaukee Arnold Palmer. Three. Three. You almost certainly cannot Three. buy a an old Milwaukee Arnold Palmer collab. <laughs> He wouldn't do it, you don't think? He's dead. Is he really? Yes. As of when? September 25th, 2016. Did you just know what you Google? Uh, was, he was already on my screen. <laughs> that was just two weeks after his birthday. Very sad. Yeah, no, there's not an old... If I, I typed in Old Milwaukee Arnold Palmer, and what I got was Old Milwaukee Shop at, at Target. So we the Brooklyn we couldn't Bridge find makes any an results for Old Milwaukee. Try removing some filters, Old Milwaukee. <laughs> Thank you, Target. Even, the the Brooklyn Bridge makes an appearance in this movie, but you recently saw the Gold Gate Bridge. Um, tell it's me about the your Golden Gate Bridge. Yeah, the Gold Gaton Bridge, the Gold Gate and Matarazzo Bridge. Brooklyn Bridge is better than Tower Bridge. Sorry, Tower Bridge in London. Yeah. Okay. That's that's oh, a did fair you, flex. Did you, you weren't there for the conversation in Discord in which I was attacked for my bridge beliefs. Wait, hold on. Let's do some bridge ranking. After our yeah, okay. Well, I said that that uh, that the Tower Bridge in London was like just like an okay bridge. Yeah. Because it's cool looking, but it's extremely ineffective. At what? Being a bridge. How so? Because it's like a very short bridge across a not very wide river over which there are like a bajillion bridges and there's always traffic. Also, I was not aware that you, like people even drove in, in the UK. I thought, I don't know, actually know how they get from place to place. The tube? The tube, mostly. The tube? Does Unless the tube they live go outside under the of London, in which case they drive or take trains. Does the tube go under the Thames? It's the Thames. Yeah. It, oh, yes, it almost certainly does. It's neither very wide nor very deep. I know. I, when we were there, I felt like I could, I could have walked across it. You could it not seemed... walk across it. You don't think I can walk across? You can walk across the that? Humber, but you cannot walk across the Thames. Why? Because it's deep. I thought it wasn't deep. You said okay. it wasn't particularly deep. Okay, it's not particularly deep for like a river. I could swim across it. Yeah, you can't walk. Swimming and walking are different things. You think my feet could not touch the ground the whole way across? I don't think they could. No, they put boats and stuff in it. Oh, they do put boats in it. Boats are pretty deep. Yeah, they're deeper than you. You think all boats are deeper than me? I think most boats are not deeper than me. No, but most like big boats are deeper than you. Yeah, most big boats. How deep is the Thames? So do you have a favorite bridge, Ethan? I do not have a... <laughs> Apparently it's 66 feet deep. That is as deep as it gets. Yep. But like That's how big, pretty how, freaking deep. How deep is the East River? 
I don't know where the East River is. New York. I think it's what the Brooklyn Bridge crosses. I thought it was the Hudson. I don't know how New York works. What river does the Brooklyn Bridge go over? East. The East River. Look at that. Look at that. Look at that. That's very interesting. Would you ever live in New York? Would you ever live in New York? New York City? City? NYC? Probably not. I know the the argument is always that, like, it's so expensive to live in New York City, but if somebody, like, hired you to do a job that paid a reasonable living wage in New York City, would you not do it? I just feel like it's a huge pain in the butt. You think so? Yeah, like, I, 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 New York, New Yorkers only complain about things. Oh, yeah, that is very true. You mess with one in New York, you mess with all the New York. That's a Spider-Man reference for you. Spider-Man 1. I cannot find a good idea of how deep the East River is. But I also suspect that the London is not on the water, like on the coast. So I suspect that the Thames gets deeper the farther it gets toward the coast. Does the Thames connect the ocean to the ocean? Like, does it go all the way across? Yeah. I don't think so. That's not how rivers work. Could be. Mm, But it's not. That's true. They usually go into the land... And then they, uh, they're no longer... I don't know how rivers work, man. Where's that water coming from? Rain, mostly. That seems too inconsistent a system. I don't know what that means. I don't know. I don't know how rivers work. I don't know where, like, the mouth of a river is. Like, if rain falls over all of this... Okay, so the river, the river Thames sort of just keeps going. I mean, we followed all the way to the end, which I'm working on doing. Right, but it doesn't connect the ocean to the other side. Like, that would that would just be the ocean. It would be a very thin path. It looks like it might. Hold on. It really loses steam around St. John's Priory. Yeah, that's where it really loses steam. That's where it sort of dies out. We are uh, we're pretty close to the other end, though. The usually quoted source of the River Thames is the Thames Head, about three-quarters of a mile north of Kemble Parish Church in southern Gloucestershire, Near the town of Serenchester in the Cotswolds. I do not know where that is, but that is where the Thames starts. Cheltenham. No, I just found Gloucester. It does appear that yeah, it's very close to the the west coast, but it goes... It does die. But it does... Well, it doesn't die. It begins. Begins. From this Bristol Channel. These British words are... They're, they're too fancy, Ethan. I need more American words. Give me a city called something like Green Bay or Indianapolis. Is there a Green Bay in Green Bay? Like, does the bay exist? Is it green, mostly? I don't know. Here's Madison, Wisconsin. Here's Milwaukee. Where's Green Bay in reference to these places? North. North. More towards uh, Minnesota. There's yeah. some nice cops in Madison, Wisconsin. It is. There is a bay. I, I don't know what the bay is called. The bay is called Green Bay. Wow, who would have thought? <laughs> so I'm guessing it's named for a green, and it's not just green. Because, like, I was in Lake Michigan recently, because I went to Chicago. And yeah? it, Lake Michigan is very blue. You think so? Yeah, I was there. Is that why they call it Go Big Blue? No. The University of Michigan is not on Lake Michigan. Where is it? Uh, it's in the middle of the country. Not country, middle of the state, closer to Lake Erie. If you had to write an essay on great expectations in high school, how about would that essay go? I've never read Great Expectations. Right, but how there are great expectations for you, Ethan Edgehill. 
But yeah, but if you, you say if you say you have to write an essay on great expectations in high school, I would not automatically think of the things that are expected of me. You, you think Dickens? I would think Dickens. Yeah. It's like one of the books. It is one of the books. Like the books. Bacon and Eggs Lit Class coming soon to your podcast app. We reread all the things that apparently you don't read in high school anymore. Do we read To Kill a Mockingbird? I did not have to read To Kill a Mockingbird in school. You took you took uh, regular English in eighth grade? You didn't have Miss Price? I did not have Miss Price, no. Oh, I had to read that To Kill a Mockingbird. That was also ninth grade. Nope, that was eighth grade. Miss Price, by Miss Price, I meant Miss Stefan. Yeah, Miss Price was ninth grade. Yeah, but Miss Stefan was eighth grade when we read To Kill a Mockingbird. You know, I had to read about Boo Radley and Atticus Finch. I mean, I've read To Kill a Mockingbird. I did not have to read To Kill a Mockingbird for school. Look at you going above and beyond the call of duty. Great that my, expectations, That was my thing Ethan. for a while, man. I Like, when I was a kid, I was not, not like a kid, but like when I was in high school and stuff, I was not particularly interested in like a young adult fiction. I was interested in reading like subversive great American novels of the early 20th century. Yeah? Yeah. For a long time. And, and now I read almost YA nothing fiction. but YA fiction. Yeah. Now that I'm an adult. And you were like, man, you know what's, well, you are a young adult. Let's not get this crossed. You are genuinely like an adult who is young yeah. into the adulthood thing. You were a kid longer than you were an adult to this point. But like I was, you know, John Green books aren't about 25 year olds. 26 year olds. 25. There you go. You're old. You're old head. Like even, even April May is younger than me. How old is April May? 23. I always get confused when there's characters younger than me. I assume that all people worth writing about are older than me. And that's probably like telling of my mental health, but like, I'm fine. I'm a happy person. I just assume all actors well, I mean, you are, couldn't all make, times are older than me. You could not make a uh, freaking, an absolutely remarkable thing about anybody older than the age of probably 23 or 24. You don't think so? You think April May needed to be that young? You think if like a 30 year old stumbled on internet fame, they wouldn't know how to capitalize on it? I think that, no, I think that if a 30 year old stumbled on that statue, they would have been like, it's a statue. It's Megatron. Cool. Did you picture Megatron? No. I pictured Optimus. I did not. I don't know what I pictured. I think I pictured the Iron Giant more than anything. Hmm. Because she said it looked like a Transformer, but I was so, like, I don't uh, like the, um, the freaking, uh, the cover is too telling for that book. Like, there's a, there's a Carl silhouette that, like, exists. Right. And it doesn't look like a Transformer. No. And I get that that is just, like, that is a thing that happens when you make art for books. I don't particularly like the artwork in the Harry Potter books. I think that it, like, all looks cool and the artwork is worth talking about and it's very good. Um, like the original but, art? Yeah, but I don't I don't particularly love it for helping me picture the characters in my brain hole. No, like, so there's a different original cover of Philosopher's Stone, right? It's got, like, the train on it. Yes. And then a different artist was like, I'll do it. Hang on. Yeah, so... Even this original cover has, like, a modern train next to it. Yeah. That's not even how it happens. No, it's not. That's how it would happen at King's Cross, though. But they, like, they go through the barrier, and all of a sudden they're in this place that right, the muggles can't see. Right, they're in a different see. train station, though. In the movie? Yes, but I was under the impression that, like, when they went through the barrier, they were in, like, a whole new place. They were, but I don't think that the person who did the cover art for this was told, like, we need a red train in front of a platform at King's Cross. And that's what the platforms at King's Cross look like. We've been there. I know. Were we duped or something? How did that happen? How we did we mess that it. up? We just missed it. So it was there? It was there, like, right behind us. Oh. But, like... So, I, I, the Sorcerer's Stone has a different cover that gives you what I think is a much more appropriate idea of what Harry looks like, but also a much less appropriate idea of what his Quidditch robes look like. 
because what you have on the cover is Harry wearing a predominantly orange sweatshirt with, or like, no, an orange rugby shirt with red jeans. stripes and a red cape and very bright blue jeans and Converse All-Stars. Yes. And a broom. And a unicorn. And a unicorn and Fluffy and the castle. Castle's yes. pretty close. Forest is pretty close. Unicorn, pretty telling. Uh, snitch, pretty accurate. I'll take the snitch. But like that gives me a pretty decent idea that we're going to look at Daniel Radcliffe. So recently your brother posed that the Goblet of Fire is a bad name for the Goblet of Fire. I disagree. I don't think there's a better thing that you could have called it, but just based on the book, because like Harry Potter and the Triwizard Tournament is a bad name. What about the Triwizard Cup? The other cup that matters in that book? Uh, that cup matters less. Do the Triwizard Cup matters less? Yeah. It's a port key. It's also uh, the same cup. No, it's not. It is in the movies. No, it's not. Yeah, it is. No, in the films, the Goblet of Fire is not the same cup as the Triwizard Cup. I'm pretty sure it is. Anyway, the problem I had is that I couldn't come up with anything that didn't sound like a freaking series of unfortunate events book. Well, I like Harry my Potter brain, and the... My brain just immediately went to stuff like Harry Potter and the Treacherous Tournament. Ooh. Harry Potter and the Perilous Professor crap like that and i was like no these are all series of unfortunate events books and that's what this cover looks like is the cover from a series of unfortunate events book mm. maybe that is what the goblet of fire looks like turns out yeah well <laughs> you know in my brain it looks yeah see this is the goblet of fire to me the triwizard cup that's what i think of when i think of the goblet of fire oh but it's not yeah in but the that's movie, so much cooler like. <laughs> i agree but that's not what it looks like but like harry potter and the triwizard cup is a worse name for the book Still a cup. There's a lot of important cups in this series, man. There's like this cup and that cup, and then there's the cup of who was the drinker? Hufflepuff. Hufflepuff, which they dis they describe. I don't know how they describe it in the books, but I always imagine a teacup, and it is just like in the movies and the props we've gotten. It is just not a teacup. It's a goblet. It's like a gold goblet. Yeah. I also didn't know what a diadem was Nobody for a long knew. time. Nobody knew what a diadem was. Anybody, I'm sorry, and I know I'm going to get added for this, anybody who says they knew what a diadem was prior to watching or listening or reading Harry Potter is lying. Especially Americans. It has been used less and less over time, despite the fact that it was in a book in the early 2000s that had almost no impact on its uh, Google search history. There was a lot of stuff in that book. And I think that they did a good enough job of describing what a diadem was in the book that that um, people didn't need to Google it. Well, I, Google's the wrong word because this has data back to 1800 um, when we were certainly not Googling the word diadem. Well, yeah, but... Oh, so that's but not search history then. That's like... No, it, it, it's word use over time. Yeah, yeah, yeah okay. search history. I would imagine search history would probably go up, but I, I do think they described it pretty well. It's like a tiara. It looks like the freaking thing from RuneScape. Like you could, uh, you could craft a tiara. I know in RuneScape, I would get all of my friends a black dagger for their birthdays, uh, and nobody ever wanted it because a dagger was a pointless weapon. You're a pointless weapon. A dagger has a point, is all I'm trying to say. Yeah, and you're a pointless weapon. 
your face. So this is interesting. Is a pointless weapon. I don't know what this number means, but between January sixth through twelfth of twenty nineteen, the word diadem was only Googled forty four times. It means that everybody who's going to read Harry Potter has already read Harry Potter. Okay, so not a significant spike. The highest diadem search history was, guess what month and year? Um, July 2007. No. I have no idea then. Although July 2007 was a notable month in the history of the diadem. The, uh, the, the, the most searched was July 2011. Is that when the movie came out? I believe so. Actually, mm-hmm. that was matched with November 2015, and then it peaked March 2017. Mm. Okay. So that's what I got for you. Cool. I am trying to get Google to freaking cooperate and send you a picture of a dang RuneScape tiara. I could just Google that. No, no, I got it. We're good. I'm about to drop this tiara in there. I also remember RuneScape's title being uh, just Run Escape because we were all under the impression that this free game was going to give us viruses. Do you remember this? Freaking send! I'm going to kill this computer. I'm going to absolutely just heat this thing out the window. Google RuneScape TR. That's what I imagine the Diet of Ravenclaw is like. Okay. Well, I did that, and that's that's about what I imagine as well. Yeah. Okay. That's what I had in my head when she was like, it's a, it's a silver tiara. I was like, I know what that is. I play RuneScape. <laughs> <laughs> Should be doing that right now, come to think of it. Going to yeah. put this book you got down. Any, you got any Rune Halberds lying around? <laughs> he can get dragon armor because his parents let him pay for that the- That was uh, Chris Millahan- to the T. That was Chris Millahan. The what, only parents? Yeah, Chris Millahan, Evan Cameron had freaking, or no, Devin Wells had freaking, yeah, like rune plate and dragon armor because they were members. I was a member for a while, but like before everybody else was. It, it was, was $5 a month, a month, which like, if you were to ask me now, I would be like, yeah, obviously we can do that. But if you were to ask my parents to pay a monthly subscription on the internet in 2006, they would have been like, what's the internet? No. You know what's wild? I, so you gave me an account. Yeah. Dark Pally 256 or whatever. (laughs) Sure. That I used for a long time. That account was hacked and stolen from me. Like that was that, that point in the internet where like that was a possible thing. So many... Somebody got my password somehow, went in and changed the answers to my recovery questions, and stole my account. That's why I stopped playing that game. Process these games doesn't make any sense to me because the whole point, like the fun of the game, is there's no max level, right? It wasn't like WoW, where once you got to level eighty or whatever, you could like really get into the meta game. There was no max level, so the no, but fun it was part of not the game. Fun when you're low level. Oh yeah, but but the fun part of the game was like actually leveling up and like building this economy for yourself and doing the whole thing. Somebody stole my account. That is when I stopped playing RuneScape. Was when my account was heisted from me. Anyway, let's talk about Spider Verse a little bit more before we end this episode. Oh, we at about that time again, eh, chat? Where it's it's we're at one hour and thirty two minutes. Look at that. Spider-Verse. Post-credit scene. Spider-Man 2099. What'd you think? I did not watch it. Oh, you should watch it right now. Mm, I did not know it existed. I, it just played on my iPad, but I did not watch it. Spider-Verse Netflix. Nope. I just Googled the word net. It did not work. I am not logged on to Netflix on this computer. <sighs> I don't think I've ever watched Netflix on like a desktop. I have, um, but only through Rabbit. And you have to like log in through Rabbit. Right. Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. I think there's a couple post-credit scenes. Are there really? Jesus Christ. Oh yeah, there's still 11 minutes left in this movie. Alright, let me see if I can find this post. This PCS. 
Okay, come on now. Give me this post credit scene. These are long credits. I guess it took a lot of people to animate this movie. Meanwhile, Nueva York. <laughs> that was good. That was good. That was a funny scene. Isn't that good? Where that he shows up in scene. Earth 67 and... Yeah. Because he goes, well, let's start at the beginning one last time. And I was like, oh, he's going to go back to, to Miles. No. Nope. He's going to go back to Spider-Man 67 and point at Spider-Man. Normally, I hate when movies do memes, but that was funny. Well, that is also just the meme of the century. Or really, of this era of films. Yeah, is the... The, the... the duality. Yeah. Am I over it, Ethan? Ask if I'm over it. Are you over it? I'm over it, Ethan. Okay. I'm over the duality thing. Well, tell all of the world to stop having an identity crisis. Look, here's the thing, man. Captain America shows up in Endgame to fight Captain America. My eyes rolled so far, I thought I was going to die. That was a good scene, though. It was a great scene. It was a wonderful scene. Yeah, that was a great scene. I'm glad the scene happened. But I had to watch so many movies that had great duality scenes that when I got to this one, I was like, oh my God, are you freaking kidding me? Just write a new freaking story, man. And I'm not the write a new story kind of guy. As you heard last week, I'm all in on these remakes. I'm out on these remakes. I'm in. I'm, I'm, I'm game. Bring on the Mulan. I 36% Rotten Tomato score, I think. What got a 36? For Mulan. That's my prediction. 36%. I'll be very surprised if it does well. Yeah. Very surprised. Because they're going to play it way... We talked about this last week with Isaac, obviously. They're going to play it way too safe, though. But that was a pretty good post-credit scene. I'm kind of over post-credit scenes, though. Just as, like, a, as like an entity. Because, like, when it, was I, a, when it was a thing that, like, you know, oh, only some people saw it. Will there, won't there. Yeah. It's like, and people be like, did you see the thing? And people are like, what thing? Then it was cool, but now it's just, like, it's expected. And, like, movies that aren't superhero movies are having them. Like, Stranger Things had one. The American. And, yeah, I'm just kind of over that whole thing. That whole trope. Not here for it anymore. But that was a pretty good post credit scene. That being said, I don't think we're going to get away from them until the MCU dies. Okay, so I know that we're going to have to talk about this last week. But um, quick question on all the MCU announcements. Obviously, like, they just had the highest grossing film of all time. Congrats. Uh, I was not ready for new announcements yet. I was not ready for new films. I was ready for maybe a couple years off. Oh, um, there was no way they were going to do more than a year. Oh, obviously. I mean, they, they released Far From Home already. Yeah. Um, but that was planned. That was phase four. Like, that was announced, right. talked about, and that was a thing. Right. Um, I I am hoping that it, it pulls me back in and it draws me back in to be as excited about all of these movies as I have been for the... For the past phase three. I just don't think that's possible. But I, I've a very... I think I'll be excited for them. I think they'll probably be good. But like, I, there's you can, you're not going to get me as excited about a Black Widow movie as you are about Endgame. Right. No, and I, I don't expect you to. But if you can get me as excited for Black Widow as I, did, as I was Ant-Man, I'll take that. You were more excited, excited than I was for Ant-Man. So uh, I'm pretty excited for Doctor Strange. I think that looks pretty good. It's the worst name for anything ever. Maybe. Doctor Strange in the multiverse of... Or the yeah, the multiverse of madness or whatever. Yeah, it's a bad name. It's it's like I don't know. I'm sure it'll be a good movie, and that has nothing to do with it. But it's just a bad name. Yeah, I feel like you could have done so much better. I think Doctor Strange two would have been better. I agree. Doctor Strange open parentheses er close parentheses things. Doctor Strange things. <laughs> Doctor Strange. I'm surprised. Things. I am surprised that that um the announcement did not include uh Spider Man. There's no place like home. You think that's what it's going to be called? Absolutely not. But I, it's going to have something to do with home. With home. Spider-Man further from home. Yeah. Well, I don't know if you can get further away from Spider-Man's home than the moon of Saturn. 
I mean, that's our galaxy. Right, but like, I don't know that you're going to get Spider-Man further away. You might. I don't know. Shoot. Spider-Man 2099 just went to Spider-Man 67. Yeah, but not in the MCU. If you open a multiverse, it is. That's what I don't want. (laughs) (laughs) Just leave the dead dead and leave my stories intact. God, I just don't want... I do not want, like... Howdy. I'm Steve Rogers, 616. Well, yeah, I just don't I want don't. I don't want Cap to walk out of a, a portal and be like, ah, what's up, guys? Ready to go kill it's, some Nazis? It's me, Captain America. It's me, Captain America from the present in some other dimension. That's what I don't want. Because that's the only one they would do it with as well. Well, they can't afford Robert Downey Jr. And he, he came out and was like, I don't want to be Tony Stark anymore. I'm done. Yeah, that was surprising. It was surprising, but I'm glad he did it. Yeah, I think it was an important step forward. But like, it, and this is the thing: is like you just, you don't. There's no star power in the new lineup, in the new announcements. It's like you don't have a date for Guardians Three. No, it's it's all new stuff. The only the only big name, right? Like there was no new Spider Man. There's no new Captain Marvel. There's no new Guardians. There's Thor, but clearly we're getting a different Thor. And there's Doctor Strange. And there's Doctor who Strange. Who only has one film. And Benedict Cumberbatch is a big deal, but he's not Chris Hemsworth. Big. Right. There's just no. There's no like. And I don't think this is a bad thing necessarily, but there's just like a lot of movies that I'm not super stoked on the concept of. Like, Black Panther, where's Black Panther 2? Where's Captain Marvel 2? These were fantastic movies. I don't think that we're we're losing them. I think Marvel's making the right move in introducing new characters here. I don't, I think that, I think that, what do you say, five movies of new yes, characters? Five, five films. Well, not five of new characters, three of new, two of returning archetypes, at least. I don't know. I, I think not having Black Panther 2 in that mix was really weird. I agree. I think not having Captain Marvel 2 in there was weird. Captain Marvel was more recent, though. That was this year. I know, but I still think with Captain Marvel, you can, like, because her character's so big. Yeah. Her, like, the, you know, the, the world she protects is so large and, and that the, you could have an entirely contained Captain Marvel story. And here's the thing. is like Black Widow doesn't advance the story. At all. Like, it doesn't bring it anywhere. No, I think it's going to be a prequel. It, it, it has to be a prequel. Oh, yeah, because she did. Yeah, like, it's not going to be... It's not going to be post-Endgame. Like, it's not going to bring the story anywhere that it wasn't already at. And it's that's fine. probably why she comes next. Like, you can have... Yeah, that, that's absolutely true. But you can have that movie, but, like, it doesn't do anything for the MCU at large. I don't know. I, I'm, I'm, I'm excited. I'm a little bit apprehensive, especially with the word multiverse. My hope is that that is a self-contained Doctor Strange thing. I, and that I it, can only, I am I am praying. And that it does not spill I, into I, the other last characters. Last night, as I laid down to go to sleep, I said, God, I've been a very good boy. Please, please don't ruin the MCU. Do you think God just woke up one day and was like, I'm going to ruin the MCU? When you, when you announce the word multiverse in the title of an MCU movie at San Diego Comic-Con, that is exactly how I feel. I feel like God has abandoned us. <laughs> I'll say the only thing that bothered me about the Comic-Con announcements was that every announcement came with a with a thing that was like in Hall H at San Diego Comic-Con. I don't know if that's like a big deal or not. I've never been to Comic-Con. I have very little desire to go. But when you write Hall H, that makes it that that takes it from the biggest most exciting event in the world all the way down to like in Miss Price's class today we talked about. Like it just it diminishes the whole thing for me. Not at like the at the Marvel Summit at San Diego Comic-Con just announced. Like Hall H makes it sound like it could have been anything. I mean, yeah. 
But you could have even left it at Hall H and been like at Hulk Hall. I think that at San Diego Comic Con, it's just it's already a big thing. Right, like Hall H is the biggest like it's, stage. It's already a production. Like that, all you need to hear is, is San Diego Comic Con, and you're like, oh, okay. I know. Yeah, I'm surprised they announced it there, and not like D23 or whatever. But whatever. I'm not surprised at all. Like that's the they're comic book movies. That's their forte. That is. That's where the nerds are. That's They will live and die in Hall H at San Diego Comic-Con for the rest of time. Not the Marvel Summit. Marvel Summit would be a lot better name. Well, if I don't Steve think Jobs San Diego Comic-Con, I don't think, plays favorites like that. Yeah, but if Steve Jobs announced the iPhone at Hall H, it wouldn't have been the iPhone. I, I, I just think that you're looking at this the wrong way. No, I get it. I get it. I'm I'm with it. I just wish they would have named the Hall something. But, like, Marvel doesn't run San Diego Comic-Con. That's what I'm saying. Right, but if you're Comic-Con and and Marvel approaches you and is like, hey, listen, we want Hall H for ourselves. We want Hall H so bad, we'll give I honestly think this is the one. Hold on, on. I get what you're saying. I get the point that you're making, and I think that you're just probably just not understanding how this building is laid out. I'm sure I'm not. But, like... Because I, along with most fans who are excited about these 11 new Marvel properties... Was not at San Diego Comic-Con. Right, but like also nobody else cares about where it was announced, short of San Diego Comic-Con. But the point I'm trying to make, if you would stop interrupting me for a second, Mm -hmm. is that I think that San Diego Comic-Con is probably the one place where Marvel doesn't necessarily have any particular pull over anybody else. I don't know, I feel like if Because like the organizers of San Diego Comic-Con are like, yeah, but like, there's a Star Trek thing happening in Hall A the big one. And Marvel's sitting there like, why don't we just do our own con? (laughs) Marvel con. San Diego Comic Con's like, well, you should have signed up for your panel first. Right, first come, first serve. CW's The Flash Arrowverse has all A this year. Right, and and honestly, there's probably more people at San Diego Comic Con that are jazzed for that than the people that went to Comic Con. Right, they're not laymans like us. <laughs> yeah, that's who the the MCU movies are for. People that didn't go to San Diego Comic Con. Right. I don't or, know the way those, who all are, those captions people who were at me. the like last ever Game of Thrones panel during the Marvel announcement. They're just like, I'll look at it on Twitter. It's fine. Right. <laughs> the, the way that it reads to me that was like just announced it's a Hall H San Diego Comic Con is like if you're at the event, you'd be like, oh man, I didn't realize Hall H was doing something right now. I was checking out this whatever. Better head over to Hall H. No, because we've been to cons and it's like we've been to con. We went to PodCon yeah. and like. That was like that was like room two forty seven, the big room. Right. McElroy brothers are in room two forty seven. Just announced from the McElroy brothers in room two forty seven. How to train your dragon six, but this time hiccup is Justin McElroy. <laughs> <laughs> What's up? It's me, your oldest brother, Hiccup, <laughs> and I'm your middlest brother, Astrid. <laughs> And I'm your sweet baby brother, 30 under 30, media luminary, rough nut. <laughs> it's so Griffin. That's the thing. It's, it's so Griffin. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the dad's man. there too. Yeah, it's a whole thing. <laughs> the dad. Love Clint. <laughs> big. I'm a big Clint stan. Uh, Clint McElroy made me cry the other day. Yeah? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Just call you up and just, like, ream you out or <laughs> no, what? No, 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 no. It's just on the Adventure Zone. No, I thought he just called you up and was been like, Ethan, I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed. I'm just disappointed. Be like, oh, oh, man. <laughs> Clint, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, new dad. <laughs> uh, All right. Remind me to never say that to my child. 
I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed. Oh, God. What a way to just rip someone to shreds. Yeah. All right, so let's wrap the show. Thank you for yeah. listening to our episode on Spider-Verse. I have so many more thoughts. Just tweet at me and I might respond. At Amer Carlin. I'll probably respond. Okay. I'm tweeting at you. Or at Bacon and Eggs Pod. I also respond to those tweets. That's me. Hello. It's me, Ja-Boy. How you like me now? There we go. Done. You told me to at you, I added you. Ask and ye shall receive, my fine fellow. What month is August? Eight? The next one, yeah. I'm clicking the calendar button, nothing's happening. Oh, 8-1. 8-1. How do you like me now? Not I'm on my way. You still think I'm crazy standing here today. Couldn't make you love me. Always dreamed about living in your radio. How do you like me now? All right, wrap the show, Ethan. We have things to do. I know. Guide me through the things. Okay. Or do I do the things? Where does this land on our big board? Better than Jurassic Park. It's not better than Jurassic Park. I will fight you. There's uh-huh. no world in this which this is a better movie than Jurassic Park. Are you All kidding right. me? I give it a three out of three. I, I right. mean, I would probably also give it a three out of three working with such a limited scale. Is it better than Captain Marvel? And I mean, who is I, who wrote what happened to the numbers? What? Zach Pearson came in. Did he? He did. He said, what happened to the numbers? Oh. Zach, aren't you supposed to be I like... I thought he was in, like, Africa. <laughs> is it better than us? Yeah. All right. Is it better than Captain Marvel? I would say no. I would say yes. Uh, but I will accept your no. That's fine. It's less important than Captain Marvel. It's a black Spider-Man. And okay. a female Spider-Man. And we still have an option for a black Spider-Man in the MCU. I know. Aaron Davis is real. Yeah. He has a nephew. I prefer... I'll tell you. I prefer Gambino, Aaron Davis. To Mahershala Ali? Yeah. Well, you don't have to worry about it because Mahershala Ali's Blade. Is he really? Yeah. Why are Dynamite we redoing casting. that one? I don't know. How are we going to do it PG-13? That's what I want to know. Is it going to be PG-13? I don't know. It's a show. So it's going to be TV-14, oh, I imagine. Oh, it's a TV show. Jesus Christ. Wait, is it a Disney Plus thing? Yeah. Oh, then it doesn't matter. They can do whatever they want. It's TV. It's not even TV TV. It's it's internet TV. Did you watch Daredevil? I did. That was some brutal stuff. Yeah. All right. Um, What's a breakfast food for this? God, man. It's just like a plate of eggs prepared a bunch of different ways. You've got like poached eggs. That's noir fair. Noir eggs. Noir eggs. <laughs> Sunny side up eggs. Who's egg the poached soup. eggs? Uh, I don't know. Poached eggs are the best. So I guess Peter B. Parker. Uh, no, Peter Parker. Yeah, regular Peter Parker. Also, poached eggs are not the best. Whoa, back it up. What do you consider the best egg? Like a like a like a proper fried egg. Like fried, like deep fried egg. No, like like a fried egg, dude. You like a fried egg better than a poached egg? Yeah. All right. So we friends. Why would you boil something when you can fry it? Because it's brunch. Okay. I'm not talking about breakfast here. I'm talking about mimosas and poached eggs with hollandaise and 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 country ham. That is a, a that is hold on. That is eggs Benedict. That is a different dish. I know it is, but it involves a poached egg. No, but it's not just you can just get poached eggs. You can just ask I, for poached eggs. That is eggs Benedict. That is a different dish. No reason to Benedict. Okay. There's a you're giving me a reason. <laughs> Uh, so I don't know. We just got poached eggs. We got noir eggs. We got eggs. Got, eggs six ways. That yeah, would be eggs. how it's. That would be how it is listed on like a Cracker Barrel menu. 
Would no, we serve that, that at that our restaurant? Be, that would be how it would be listed on any place that isn't Cracker Barrel's menu. On Cracker Barrel, it would be like, Mama's Big Time, come and get it six-way eggs. How are we going to have it on our menu? We're not owning a restaurant. Yeah, Ethan. This is a whole enterprise of brands. And a restaurant, honestly, is probably the best building business we can open for our business's name. Yeah. Perhaps The problem is, Mart. like, the thing that we need less of, even, possibly, but definitely not more of, in Roanoke, is brunch spots. No, I disagreed, man. I get... I get tired of the same six. There's more than six, but there's plenty of breakfast places. It's true. You know what we need in Roanoke? And honestly, I don't even like ascribe to this mentality, but you know what Roanoke needs is like a solid vegan restaurant. There's one in the market. There is? There market is. Doesn't, market doesn't count. I know. Those places are doomed to fail. Except Scrambled. Poor market building. You can't even get Scrambled in the market side. Scrambled smacks. Yeah, Scrambled is awesome. Love that place. There's no scratch, but it's good. Scratch too close to my house. Scratch is awesome. Agreed. Get a cotton hammer. What on earth is a cotton hammer? It's that big biscuit with the chicken and the barbecue sauce. The Alabama white barbecue sauce. They have a they have an Alabama slammer biscuit. You didn't know this? It's called the cotton hammer, dude. It's a oh fried. It's a biscuit with fried chicken and Alabama white lightning barbecue sauce. White lightning barbecue sauce is the only way to consume barbecue. Listen, barbecue eaters of the world. I know I mean, it's more I would about not the cook say the only. The I would not say the only way. I would disagree with that statement. Oh, man. I would agree that it's not the, the only, only way. wrong way to consume barbecue is from Mission. Disagreed. I hate Mission. Mission's so good. It's not, though. It is average as heck, and it's a chain. That's fine. It's still good. It's not. Oh, I love Mission. It barbecue. is okay at best. Oh, man. They, they anyway. actually have a white lightning sauce. Nobody else in town does, except apparently Scratch. Yeah, because we don't live in Alabama or Nashville. Yeah, roll tide, baby. We've got Louisiana sauces and Kansas City sauces and St. Louis sauces. We don't have our own Roanoke sauce. That's the restaurant right there. It's not. Ro- it's not. Roanoke barbecue. It just isn't. Oh, yeah. All right. Big Lick barbecue. Welcome that to- That is already that's a already thing. That's already a thing. Already a thing. Dang it. <laughs> they need a restaurant. Bacon barbecue. They need, bacon to re- barbecue. They, need to, they need to rebrand the Village Grill. That's what they need to do. What, is Big Lick Barbecue? Yeah. I agree. And move it downtown. I do love that the Village Grill can be referred to as the Villaggio, the Village, and the MGM Grandin. The what? The Villaggio, the Village. What is the Village? The Mirage. No, but what is... It's just, they're all the same. They're Terry Benedict's casinos if they were also a restaurant in downtown Grandin. You cannot call... The Village Grill, the MGM Grandin. Sure you can. That doesn't make any I mean, sense. The movie theater there might make it a little confusing. But... Yeah. Oh, you totally could. Uh, so, moving on. Big board has been placed. All right. Uh, uh, time to wrap up then. I'm Ethan Edgehill. He's Tyler Carlin. We have social medias. They're in the description. Um, you can buy our merch at baconandeggs.teespring.com. Nope. Teespring.com slash store slash bacon and eggs. Also in the description. Everything we do is in the description to these episodes in case you've never read them. Uh, I will most tell importantly, you. and most 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 importantly, is our as our music is done by Andrew Scott Bell. His info's in the description, and our graphics. If you're looking for graphics and you want to start a podcast, do not call anybody other than Vaishon. Also, the same with the music thing. But if you just, need graphics for anything or music for anything, call Vaishon and Andy. They are the best. But like, if you to need graphics, with. don't call Andy. Yeah, don't call. And if Andy, you need gra- was- or if you need music, don't call Vaishon. Like let the uh, let the artists do what they're good at. Right. Which is also some good advice if you're starting a podcast and you feel like I think I'd be good at, at sound editing and so and so would be good at social media. Yeah, do just it that do way. that. Do it that way. Do don't it that pretend way. you both need to have both skills. <laughs> anyway, I've been Ethan Edgehill. He's been Tyler Carlin, and until next week, Arrivederci. All right, let's do this just one more time.